Welcome back everyone. Investing can be complicated and scary, but it doesn't have to be. The allure of building wealth and the ease of access to investing in the stock markets draws new investors to the wonderful world of stock ownership. But as new investors learn more about stocks and bonds and alternative investments, things start to get complicated rather quickly. This information overload can make investing scary, because with too many options, you don't want to make the wrong decision and miss out on the next best get-rich-quick investment. That's right, newer investors are oftentimes more worried they will miss the best investment, that they overlook the power of average market returns. Time is your best friend when it comes to building wealth in the stock market. So I say keep it simple and start with the average investing strategy and build on it over time if you so desire. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to dividend investing, I think SCHD is anything but average. But when you compare it to the entire stock market, this fund should give you average results with an extra emphasis on dividend income. SCHD is the popular U.S. dividend equity exchange-traded fund from Charles Schwab. It has a market-low expense ratio of just 0.06%, a very appealing dividend yield above 3%, and a good overall track record. I believe every dividend investor, new and old alike, can benefit from exposure to SCHD in their portfolio. I personally own shares of this fund, and I often recommend this investment vehicle to investors who are interested in a solid dividend growth fund. Today, I want to show you what keeping it simple with SCHD can offer you, if you have some spare change to invest and a little bit of patience. There are many things investors cannot control about the stock market, like which way shares will move the next day, a week from now, or even 12 months down the road. What we can control is where we invest our money, how much we invest, and how long we let our investments work for us. It's pivotal that you focus primarily on the areas you can control and let your money and time work for you. Let's quickly take a look at the historical performance of SCHD, and then I'll show you what this fund can offer in the future. Between late 2011 and October 2022, SCHD has grown at an average rate of 13.51% per year, pretty impressive for just a dividend fund. Compared to VOO, an S&P 500 fund from Vanguard, it appears that SCHD is offering a better total return. VOO has grown at an average rate of 12.97%. Now that may not seem like a big difference, but compounded over this 11-year period, it could mean a few extra thousand dollars in your pocket. I did say that it appears as though SCHD is superior to VOO, but the problem with data is that it's fairly easy to paint a picture you want to show without additional context. The returns I just showed you are accurate. SCHD has averaged a return of 13.57% versus just 12.97% for VOO between November of 2011 and October 2022. This period is also the full existence of SCHD, so I didn't trim the time frame to make SCHD appear better. However, if we look at the individual annual returns, we can see that SCHD has only bested VOO for 3 out of the full 10 calendar years in this period. If we trim the time frame to the period 2012 through 2021, now VOO looks better, with a compounded annual growth rate of 16.52%, compared to just 15.34% for SCHD. Both of these returns look better, because they exclude the market pullback in 2022, which SCHD has handled much better than VOO. The smaller drawdown in 2022 for SCHD is a big benefit to long-term shareholders, but I don't think we can expect every future market crash to follow a similar pattern. For example, in 2018, both funds finished with negative returns and SCHD fell about 1% more than VOO during that year. 
The past 11 years, with the exception of the current year, have generally been a great time to be an investor. Returns in general were better than long-term market averages. And for this reason, I think if we are to make any assumptions about future long-term returns, we should base these assumptions on conservative estimates of the past. SCHD has on average grown at 13.51% per year. I think we can fairly confidently assume that in the long run, the fund can continue to grow at 75% of its historical growth rate. 13.51% times 75% gives us an annual return of 10.13%, which is right around the average long-term return of the stock market. In the short term, the fund can produce returns much higher or lower than 10.13%, but over a period of 10 or 20 years, I think it's not unreasonable to assume it can average this growth rate. As of this recording, SCHE trades for $77.29 and has a trailing 12-month dividend of $2.48. This gives us a starting dividend yield of 3.21%. Based on our 10.13% compounded growth rate assumption, we would expect the fund to offer 6.92% of annual capital appreciation that combined with the 3.21% dividend yield would give us a 10.13% annual rate of return. And these are the parameters I will use to base my future return assumptions for SCHD. The one missing piece of information is the annual rate of dividend growth. If we look at SCHD's dividend growth history, we can see that annual dividend growth has ranged from a low of 6.96% to a high of 19.79%. The compounded dividend growth rates range from about 11% on the short end to about 12% on the long end. In the spirit of keeping my future assumptions conservative, I would like to use a 9% future dividend growth rate for the fund. It's highly likely that some future years will see dividend growth below this level, but some should also be in excess of 9%. Therefore, I think using 9% on average is a safe assumption. After all, SCHD is a dividend growth fund, but one that also focuses on a better than average dividend yield. So assuming SCHD will grow at this assumed rate of return and continue paying a growing dividend stream, what are the possible outcomes of investing in this vehicle? It all depends on two factors, how much time you have and how much money you can afford to invest. You either need to have a lot of time or a lot of money to be able to generate meaningful results. Let me show you what I mean. If you want to have a million dollar portfolio that will spit out roughly $50,000 in annual dividend income, and you want this to happen in 20 years, you will need to invest approximately $270 into SCHD every week for the next 20 years. $270 a week is not an unrealistic number to save and invest on a weekly basis. But if you are living paycheck to paycheck, this may seem like a pipe dream. If you can afford to wait 30 years instead of 20, now you would only need to invest about $80 per week. That's a whopping 70% less per week. Pretty crazy, right? If you can wait 40 years instead of 30, now you would only need to invest $23 each week. Another whopping 70% reduction in the weekly contribution amount. And if you can wait 50 years instead of 40, the weekly contribution comes all the way down to just $5.79 essentially one expensive cup of coffee each week. As you can see, more time really makes a huge difference on the final outcome of long-term investing. Unfortunately, we don't have too much control over how much time we have, and 50 years is an unrealistic number for most of us. But like I said earlier, don't focus on things you cannot control. Instead, focus your time on things you can control. The number one thing you can control is how much you save and invest. You should try to save and invest as much as you comfortably can. What I mean by this is that you should only invest money you will not need for an extended period of time. If you are living paycheck to paycheck and have a large amount of debt, your primary focus should be on eliminating that debt, and then finding some room in your budget to save and invest. Credit cards can have interest rates of 20% or more. If you are carrying a credit card balance, it is always a better idea to pay that balance off before you start investing. The odds that your investments will generate a return higher than the interest you are paying on your credit card are unlikely. If you don't have any debt, or once you pay off your high interest debt, start investing with whatever amount you can comfortably set aside each week. 
Some people think that they don't have enough money to invest for the results to be meaningful, but I disagree. If you can only manage to set aside $5 per week, that $5 is always better served in an asset that is working for you, rather than spent on a cup of coffee. Using the return assumptions I laid out earlier, investing $5 each week into SCHD would give you a portfolio of about $2,000 after 5 years. This portfolio would pay you at least $70 per year in dividends. That may not sound like much, but it's significantly more than you would have had otherwise. And if you can continue to do this for another 5 years, you would now have almost $5,000 and $160 of annual dividend income. After another 5 years, you would have nearly $10,000 and $426 of annual dividend income. So it would take you about 15 years to have a $10,000 portfolio by saving and investing just $5 per week. And if you add up $5 per week times 15 years, the total is $3,900, which means your money would more than double, and this asset would now pay you more each week than your original weekly investment, probably forever. The actual break-even point on this investment would come right around year 13. At this point, your SCHD portfolio would generate about as much dividend income as your weekly investment. And the math here works with any weekly contribution amount. So as long as you contribute the same amount every week for the full 13 years, and the return assumptions pan out, So if you can invest $50 a week, after 13 years, SCHD would pay you about $50 per week in dividends. But the cool thing here is that in year 14, SCHD would pay you more, and even more the following year, and more the year after, hypothetically forever. Let me show you what I mean. If you invest $25 into SCHD every week for 13 years, reinvesting all dividends along the way, and in year 14 you stop adding money to this portfolio and turn off dividend reinvestment, you would get about $28 in dividends per week in year 14. Something to keep in mind here is that SCHD only pays a dividend 4 times per year, once every quarter. So you wouldn't be paid back every week. Instead, you'd receive larger dividend payments once every 3 months. In year 15, this portfolio would pay you a little more than $30 per week. In year 21, the weekly dividend income jumps to $50 per week, or twice your original weekly contribution. In year 29, the weekly dividend income increases to $100 per week, 4 times your original investment. In year 37, the weekly dividend jumps to $200 per week and $300 in year 42, $400 in year 45, $500 in year 48, and $600 in year 50. So if you don't have 50 or 40 or even 30 years to wait for passive income, maybe you do have 13 years. And perhaps it won't be long enough to replace your current income, but it will be additional income you can tap into in retirement. I know that dividend investors that have less time, or ones that want to retire faster, are often drawn to higher yielding stocks and funds. And rightfully so, because a higher dividend yield can get you to your end goal faster. But the one thing you should also consider is not only how much dividend income you would like to have or need to have, but how quickly will that income grow beyond your retirement date. Let me show you a comparison between SCHD and a high yield dividend ETF. For the high yield example, I will use a fund that pays an 8% dividend yield, offers 1% in capital appreciation per year, and will have a 2% annual dividend growth rate. I feel these would be pretty good metrics for a high yield ETF. I'm going to stick to my short 13-year investing timeline and assume you can go all out and invest $500 per week. Let's look at the high-yield example first. After 13 years, you'd have a portfolio value of about $682,000, or a little more than twice the capital you yourself invested. This portfolio would pay you just about $62,000 in dividends in year 14, presumably the first year of your retirement. Not bad, that's about $1,200 per week, or more than twice your weekly contribution amount. The same investment into SCHD would give you a portfolio of about $736,000. So just a little bit more than the high yield example, but not a meaningful difference. SCHD would pay you about $30,000 in dividends in year 14, or about $580 per week, significantly less than the high yield fund. But let's look a bit further into the future now. 
10 years into retirement, the high-yield portfolio climbs to a market value of $745,000, which is about $60,000 more than you retired with. It also pays you about $74,000 in dividends in year 23, the 10th year of your retirement, or about $1,424 per week. With SCHD, 10 years into your retirement, your portfolio is now worth about $1.34 million, so almost double what you retired with. And in year 23, the 10th year of your retirement, it would pay you about $66,000 in dividends, or about $1,267 per week. So while the appeal of a high dividend yield is very enticing at first, you can see that after a decade, the margin of difference between SCHD and the high yield fund is not that wide in terms of the annual dividend income. In this example, it takes about 12 years post-retirement for SCHD to surpass the high yield fund in the level of income each investment would generate. Additionally, at this point, the SCHD portfolio is worth double the amount of the high yield portfolio. Look, I'm not telling you that you should invest in SCHD over every other dividend fund out there. What I am trying to convey here is that if you can make your dividend needs a reality with a high growth fund, the future dividend income this fund can spit out may be worth the delayed gratification. Most people live for a few decades after they retire, and if you want to retire early, you'll likely live for many decades. I certainly would like the possibility of my dividend income outgrowing my spending. If we zoom out 20 years into retirement in this example, the high yield fund would generate $90,000 in dividends in year 20, but SCHD would pay you nearly $156,000, and the difference only keeps increasing with each additional year. Ideally, we would want to find a fund that has a high dividend yield, a high dividend growth rate, and a good rate of capital appreciation. The reality is that these funds don't exist, and if they do, it's very difficult to sustain all three of these parameters for a long period of time. I know that I have thrown around a whole bunch of numbers at you today. But one thing I didn't talk about is the power of changing your mindset to be a long-term investor. A little more than a decade ago, I had $0 invested and I had a bunch of bad debt. Slowly, I paid off my debt and started to save and invest a little each week. At first, it didn't seem like it would ever amount to anything. I also made a bunch of foolish decisions in the stock market, trying to day trade and following hype I read online. But as I educated myself about long-term investing and passively growing my wealth, my investing became more focused. I also progressively started saving and investing more money. Every time my income would increase, I would set a little bit of that increase aside and put it into my brokerage account. Today, my wife and I invest about $600 per week, and the beauty of it is that the quality of our life never seemed to be affected by the amount of money we invest. By progressively setting aside more money every time our income increased, we never got used to spending that money, and it never felt like a burden. I would recommend that strategy to all of you. Start small, and as your income increases or your budget improves, set aside a little more and keep doing this year after year. You'll be surprised how fast the amount you save and the value of your portfolio will grow after a few years. If you don't care much about the dividend yield, you can apply these same principles of keeping it simple, saving and investing as much as you comfortably can, and dollar cost averaging for a long period of time with VOO, the S&P 500 ETF from Vanguard. It may even produce better total returns than SCHD. It likely won't beat SCHD in terms of dividend income or dividend growth, but you might have a larger portfolio.